You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 39. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and I have an extra special guest today because my daughter, Kate, has agreed to come on the podcast. Hey, Kate. Hi. My daughter, how old are you, Kate? I'm 12. She's 12 years old, and we are going to chat about her perception of things and body confidence and um, her experience in middle school and what that's been like and my job and all, all the things. So I'm all excited. the things, all the things, that's all right. the things. Okay. So Kate is my oldest. Mm-hmm. We have, for those of you who don't know, we have four kids and Kate is the oldest. And then she has three brothers. Only girl. She's the only girl. She's the princess. And then she has three brothers that are younger than her. What do you think about that? Um, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. She does an excellent job of being the oldest. Most of the time. So I'm an oldest. I'm an oldest of seven. And I'm an oldest girl, obviously. And Kate reminds me a lot of me. Really? Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot of just the same personality uh, as it relates to siblings. So I think you're doing a great job. Thanks. Okay. So Kate, we're going to start just with some some questions. I'm interested to hear your perspective. So those of you listening, like we haven't chatted about this <laughs> ahead of time. I don't really know how Kate is going to answer these questions. I'm not sure either. (laughs) Well, that's good. Um, So we're just going to go with it. We're going to see kind of, I mean, I'm interested to see a perception from my child's point of view. So first of all, what, what does, what do I do for work? Um, You own a business called Biceps After Babies. Okay, good. Um, What do I do though? You're on the phone a lot. Okay. A lot. Um, I know that you like kind of like oversee everything and you kind of like do more of the teaching aspect of that. Okay. What do I teach? Um, teach macros, coaching, like teaching people how to like count macros and stuff. Cool. Good. And what are macros? That's a good question. Do you know? The things in your food. Yeah. What specific things? Like calories and fat and other things carbs and protein carbs and protein okay good good what has been your experience um seeing dad and i track um i know not as much lately but i know if you like a year or two ago you guys used to like weigh like every single piece of food and like Uh make sure you track it all on this like app that you had on your phones and i noticed you started getting back into that recently Mm -hmm. and dad doesn't do it anymore as much but yeah. Yeah. And so like, what did you think when you saw us pull out a scale or like enter things into our, into my fitness bell? Kind of didn't understand why, but I kind of like, after like asking you a few times, kind of like hearing it a few times, it kind of like made more sense. And I don't know. I thought it was cool. 
did it make you think about what you were eating anymore or was it just like something that we were doing? Um, I think at the beginning it made me kind of like realize that you guys were eating a little differently. Like you would put out like hamburgers for us and then you'd like eat this entire bowl of salad for yourself. And I kind of like the huge bowls, like yeah. the mixing bowls. My kids like to, yeah, like the mixing bowls. My kids like to <laughs> the tease big me bowls. about my big salads. I do love me a big salad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you noticed that. What did you think? Um, I don't know. I kind of just went with it and came out normal after a while. Okay. Okay. Uh, so did you know that one of the things that um, my clients ask about and that I, I get questions about a lot are, are if I start weighing my food or, or logging my food, like it's going to mess up my children's relationship with food. Do you feel like you seeing us weighing our food like made that harder for you with like you eating or how did that impact you? Or do you feel like you understood and it was, kind of, I'm kind of just interested in your perception of it. Um, I think I just under, I understood. I just, I just kept on eating my hamburger, hamburger. Cause I liked my hamburger. I had no desire to eat a salad mostly because I'm not really fond of salads, but <laughs> no, I just kept eating what I was eating. Okay, cool. That's good to hear. Um, and we, and we talk about it as a family too. Do we talk about nutrition? Yeah, a lot. Like what are some of the things that we've taught you or that you remember? Kind of more like the basics, like dinner comes before dessert. Dessert's not always expected. Yeah. It's a treat, a special treat. Uh, we don't go out to eat a lot. We stay home. Mom makes dinner, pizza every Friday. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Anything about like, do you remember anything about protein or carbs or fat? A little is good. Not, don't want a lot of them. Not yeah. a ton. Yeah. We There's talk a, a fine line. Yeah. We talk a lot about moderation in our family of like, you need some of everything. Too much is not good. And too much is not good. Right. We like want to find that balance. So what do you think about my job? Uh, it kind of is different than like what some like my mom, like my friend's moms do, but like, it's interesting. I like, I like that you have what you do you do what you like to do. And I think that's like interesting for me to see growing up. Like when I find a job, I hope that I'll be able to like it as much as you love your job. I love that. And you probably more than some of the littler kids, you've seen both, right? Cause I was, I didn't have a business for a lot of your growing up years and I've now had a business for, you know, almost four years. So do you remember the difference or was there a big difference for you when I started my business? Um, I think in the beginning you were like less available, but I know that you do try, you do, do, do make a lot of time for us. And I know that late earlier, it was kind of more like you went to the hospital cause you were a nurse, but I don't really remember that time. I just remember what you've told me and you said that you'd be at the hospital. You'd like have us like drop, drop us off at like a friend's house or something. And then you'd come home and then like lately you're at home all the time, which is nice for us. Like we can come to you with our problems and you take your time off and you like come help us. And it's kind of yeah. nice. And I, and I try really hard to, when you guys come home, you do, you like sit us down and you're like, how was your day? Yeah. That's one of my big things that I've been working on is like when the kids come home, I stop what I'm doing and I, I talk to them and make sure that we have that time. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. 
I, I like that, that, that it's working. <laughs> it's, it's working very well. <laughs> okay. So what do you think about, so you've, so for anybody who's just listening, both her dad and I, we both lift weights. We have a shed out in our backyard that we have the gym out there. And so they see us doing that and they've seen us tracking our macros, both TJ and I have both tracked our macros. And, um, what do you think about growing up in that environment? Like, how is that, is that different than your, your friends or what have you seen with other people? Um, I assume it's different. I wouldn't really know because this is the, like, this is how I've grown up. This is the normal for me. It's cool. It's interesting. We've gone out to like, we have like a, a mini bar for us. Like where we can go out and like lift it to you guys. And that's really fun. Me and Ethan have started doing that. Like sometimes in the mornings, we'll go out and lift with dad. Yeah. We have a trainer bar. Um, so we've been teaching them form and teaches really good about teaching them how to, how to squat and deadlift and things like that. Um, do you, are you like, do you like weightlifting or what do you think about in the future? Do you think that's something you'll do? Probably not as much as you guys do it because I do gymnastics right now and I feel like there's a difference between weightlifting and gymnastics. Like gymnastics is more like a broader field and I feel like I enjoy that more than I do like lifting weights just over and over and over again because in gymnastics you like progress and do different things. I feel like you do that with weightlifting too, but I cannot, I don't see myself doing it as much as you guys do it in the future. But you have asked me when you can go to CrossFit. I have, and you have keep forgetting. I keep forgetting to ask how old she has to be, but she's been interested in coming to CrossFit with me. So I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. And, and I remember when I was about probably, I think it was around 14 was when I started going to like classes with my mom and the gym with my mom. And so I'm excited. We're only a couple years away from that where yeah. Kate can come and we can CrossFit together. Um, I remember when we didn't have a gym, we'd go to the Saturday go to the Saturday, go to the gym every Saturday. And like, that was like our thing every Saturday, first thing in the morning, we'd go to the gym. And because as I was an in, entire family, right? As an entire family, all six of us, which Sam was like pretty little. He was not fun to wake up and take to the gym every morning. Um, we'd go and mom would, mom and dad would work out and would dad come? I think dad came. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mom and dad would work out. We'd work out together. And then the, the little boys and I, we would go to the kids room and that was, I really wanted to, like, when I'd see mom, like, I'd come out and, like, see mom going and, like, lifting weights and stuff. And I remember thinking, like, oh, I wish I could do that, too. Like, I wish I could come out and be with my mom and, like, do that kind of stuff with her. Yeah, yeah. And someday, you will. Someday. So I have a question for you because I get this a lot from a lot of moms who are really worried about leaving their kids in the childcare, And they are like, well, I can't go to the gym because I'm, I'm not comfortable leaving my children in the child care. Um, which has never been a concern of mine. Uh, I have left. Get it often. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've taught classes for years and years, and my kids always go to the kids' kids uh, zone. So how do you feel like, do you feel like that ruined you? Do you feel like that's something you look back on and you're like, oh, I wish mom hadn't taken me to the gym? No, I, and I really enjoy that part of my life. I really, I do not feel ruined. And I actually made a really good friend at the gym. We were like, we bonded over our mutual love of Harry Potter. Yeah. And I ended up getting her email address and we like typed back and forth like, oh my gosh, I just finished this part of number five Harry Potter. And we'd like text, we'd like email back and forth like about like what our favorite characters were and stuff. So I really enjoy it. I feel like that's a great opportunity to like meet other kids and like it was a great experience for me. Good. Yeah. So for those of you moms who are listening, who are worried that like, 
you going to the gym three times a week and leaving your kid for an hour at the kids zone is going to like ruin them. Take it from somebody who grew up <laughs> going to the kids. The gym was my second home because I was there <laughs> at least once a week. Oh, well, when you were little, you were there every day. True. You probably just don't even remember that. But the, but the time I remember after school, we'd go like at least three times a week and then always on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Always on Saturday. Yes, always on Saturday. Saturdays was, was, that was when we lived in North Carolina. That was always our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so a little bit of transition. So what what grade are you in now? Um, I just finished sixth grade a few weeks ago, and I'm going into seventh grade in, I think, it's August. In August, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, where we live, sixth grade is middle school. Then so, seventh, then eighth. Yeah, so how was your first year of middle school? Um, I enjoyed it. I feel like first half was like kind of rocky. Like I didn't really have a solid group of friends. I was just kind of like eating alone, reading my book under the tree every day. Because we had just moved. We moved from North Carolina when she started her fifth grade year. And you didn't make a ton of friends in fifth grade. I made friends. But then they all moved. But then one of them moved. And then I found two new friends. And then one of them moved. And I don't really see the other one anymore. Yeah. So then she starting sixth grade was hard because she didn't really have a group of friends. Mm-hmm. And she still felt fairly new from being new to North Carolina, or from North Carolina. Because I only knew, like, a fraction of the kids, yeah. because the fraction of the kids, the, the people I knew from the elementary school that I went to, those are the only kids I knew. And I didn't even know, really, I only knew, like, half the kids from my elementary school. Yeah. So I, like, knew pretty much no one. So the first half of the year was rough. We had a little yeah. bit of a rough transition. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. There was many tears shed over math homework. Yeah. And... And being alone and yeah. eating lunch alone. and I like that was the hardest part. Yeah. But you finally found a really good group of friends. I found a great group of friends. Yeah. So with that, with that group of friends and, and girls, you know, seeing girls in your middle school and seeing girls start to change and um, go through puberty and things, do you hear a lot of girls talk about their bodies? I feel like you don't, you don't hear it as much as you see it. Okay. You, like, see other girls, like trying to like going around like going to school and like crop tops and like short shorts just to be like kind of acting all confident I feel like the girls that you see wearing that that kind of stuff are usually the girls who once you start talking to them act the most act act the least confident because they're like kind of insecure about like life and like where they stand and and so you think that they like wear clothes to kind of try to pretend yeah to kind of like cover confident. their insecurity interesting do you feel like you're confident i feel very confident i feel like that comes from seeing growing up with people who are confident growing up with very confident parents and not having a reason to doubt the fact that i'm perfect the way i am oh i love that you are perfect the way you are thank you i think that's something that Um, we need to remember as we are raising girls and raising boys and just raising kids in general that they pick up on what we think about ourselves more than what we are saying to them. Would you agree? Yeah. Like lead by example, like do as I do, not as I say, even though it's the other way around. Right. So like you can tell your kid that they're worthy and that they are amazing and that they are awesome as much as you want. But if you don't have that same kind of confidence about yourself, doesn't go to their head unless they see it. Right. I think that it, it doesn't land as well unless they see that confidence from you. And so um, I get a, a question a lot of like, how do I raise a confident girl? Like, how do I instill that confidence into her? And I think the number one thing you can do is you being confident in your own skin and in, you know, the way that you look and the way that you act and the way that you feel. And that allows them to see that example. Best way to lead is by example. That's true. 
Very good. Um, what about dieting? Have you heard girls talk about dieting or like, I'm not eating sugar or anything like that? No, not really. We just kind of like, I just eat with my friends. Every lunch we have our little table in the garden, two tables in the garden. We eat at our little table. We just pretty much, I don't know. We just like eat our lunch. We don't even really care what we're like eating. Like if someone has chips or like, oh, does anyone want a chip? Like if we have cookies, like I brought, um, meringues and I was like, I was like breaking it up like, does anyone want a meringue? <laughs> you passed around your meringues? Yes. <laughs> that must have been messy. <laughs> yes, it was kind of hard. Like I would bring an extra one just to like make sure everyone got one. Oh, I love that. Okay, so not much not much talk about like no. trying to lose weight or, or this is because I just don't really have people around me who really care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which I think is a good point. So I don't think you hear about that because like the people that you surround yourself, that's not are good people. Well, they are good people. And it's just not something they talk about, which we can take into our own lives as women, that if you are being surrounded by people who are telling you that you're not enough or people that are telling you you have to lose weight or things like that, that removing yourself from that as much as possible and surrounding yourself with other people who are confident and other people who are happy with where they are in life, it kind of insulates you and helps you to feel like, yeah, I'm great. I'm great too. Like you're great. I'm great. We're all great. We're all great together. We're all great together. We don't necessarily have to like change ourselves to become worthy. We are innately worthy just the way that we are. Mm-hmm. And you are. Thank you. You're amazing. Um, so going back to uh, eating and the way that we eat as a family, do you think it's different from other families? Um, I think it's different in the way that we don't go out to eat as much as I feel some families do. I feel like mostly because you make dinner every day, um, most days, but like when you're busy, like, yeah, dad will take us out to eat. Like when you're like doing your webinar, dad, it's like the one time that dad takes the one out to time eat is like when I'm doing a webinar at night, <laughs> when, when she's doing a webinar, dad takes us into the car and we all drive to Carl's jr. For the boys. And then Chipotle like, for me. It's like a ritual. Yeah. They kind of like it. I'm like, Oh, I have a webinar coming up this month. And they're like, We're yay. Like, exciting. <laughs> we get to go to Carl's jr. <laughs> it's like, because like for the fur, what she'll normally do is she'll do it. Like she'll start it like an hour before dinner time. And then we'll like be able to play screens and for like that and hour. Have to be quiet. Be quiet upstairs playing screens, and then Dad will come home and then quietly be like, "Guys, it's time to go." And we'll all race to the car and go to Carl's Jr. and Chipotle. It's like the one time you go out to eat. So yeah. we so we don't go out to eat as much as other families maybe maybe, maybe do. What anything know. else that you think is is unique about our family and eating? Um, I feel like um, I don't really know because I, this is the way I've been raised. Um, but you cook very relatively healthy food for yourself and more healthy food for yourself because that's what you do. And, like, if we eat, like, the other day you made ravioli for us and you guys had chicken sandwiches. Like, I feel like there's a difference between we, where we, what we eat, but I feel like we eat quite healthy yeah, let's talk about this because I a lot of people are like, I don't want to make two meals. Like, I don't want to make a meal for me and a meal for my kids. Don't have to. Yeah, so what would you say to that? Um, I would say just if you want to eat healthy, make a big healthy meal and be like, kids, this is like, if you want to, this is how I eat and I think you should see how I eat so that you can kind of like decide yeah. if you want to do it too. Yeah, so we always make enough so I don't always make two meals. 
right? Just most, just like sometimes. Sometimes I'll if make you two like meals. are feeling if, like I really want a salad, if I but know, not all of us like a salad. If I know that you guys won't all like it, like exactly. For example, last night we had shrimp curry. Nope. You guys no are not going to eat me. shrimp curry, like. Which no is seafood fine. for me. So I made it for, but I wanted it. <laughs> I wanted it. TJ, would, I like would enjoy it. So I made it, and I made enough so that if the kids wanted to try it, they could. But then I made something simple for them as well because chicken and broccoli. Yeah, no, they still had chicken. They actually had leftover chicken and still. broccoli and the right and the rice that we were delicious. Having. So we just had chicken. two different like protein sources. We had yeah. the shrimp curry. They just had some regular chicken, and um, so I feel like we you don't have to make two separate meals. And I, I do like that the kids, um, we always have enough that the kids could eat it. And so sometimes they will, like sometimes they'll eat the broccoli and sometimes they won't eat the broccoli. I always eat the broccoli. The broccoli is delicious. Yeah. You, yeah. But so we have made it a policy in our house that we don't ever force you guys to eat mm-hmm. anything. Like if there's something we don't like, mom and dad will be like, what do we always say? If you like two bites, no fights. Two bites, no fights. Two that's, bites, no fights. Are... You can eat a, a bite and see how you feel about it, but you're like not really sure. And then you have another bite, and if you decide you really don't, don't want like it, it, you can go into the fridge and get some leftovers. That's right. So you can go find something else to eat. Yeah, and, but and if you, that's on you. But it's on you. If you don't it, have anything you want, sex for yes. you, you're not having dinner. <laughs> and then it, it needs to be something that's like leftovers in the Yeah, in the, like, like you can't go dinner. and like make mac and cheese. Right. Like they don't go making mac and cheese. We don't go and have cereal. Like it's like you can have some another dinner that we previously had. Yeah. So that's kind of our philosophy in our house is two bites, no fights. We don't force you to eat anything. We don't force everybody to have veggies. They're always there. They're available. They're available. And, and if you're you expected to at least have one. Try it. Yeah, you're expected to at least try it. Um, but we don't we don't force our kids to to eat anything. And you definitely do not have to make two meals. Yeah. Um, I do sometimes because I choose to. Because she wants it. Because I want it. And I do think it's good for you guys to see us eating things like shrimp. And I think the more you see us eating it, maybe someday it's down the line. Change. I don't want seafood <laughs> at all. Someday down the line, no you desire. might want to try shrimp. I'm going to have you listen to this when you're like 18 and you love shrimp, but when I'm 18 and I still have a deep hate for seafood. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, that, that, yeah, hopefully that was helpful to anybody. Those are some of our like rules and philosophies around the dinner table. And we always sit down and eat together. I don't think that you understand that that's not normal for a lot of people. It's not. No, really? No. Uh, a lot of people do not sit down as a family like at oh. the dinner table every night and eat dinner. We have this thing that we don't do as often, but we did for like a solid two weeks, the dinner song, because we got, <laughs> my dad got these new speakers that he put up, one in the dining room and one in um, the office. The, our office. And so what he'd do when he wanted us to come down for dinner, like we'd be like upstairs or outside, he'd play the quote unquote dinner song, which would be, no song in particular, just a random song that he like wanted Would to blast. listen to. And then he'd blast it. And then he'd yell, dinner song. And, and then, we all had to be yeah. in our seats for dinner by the time that song had ended. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But not everybody sits down to dinner. A lot of people will kind of do their own things or... Um, so that's something that's really important to us. I grew up eating dinner with my family every night. And so that's been something for TJ and I that has been really important. And we do, we sit it's down. It's a very good thing to like help connect. Yeah. Like we'll like talk about, yeah. dad will be like chatting to mom, but like, oh my gosh, my work. work was so hard today. Um, oh my gosh, this lady who came into my office. <laughs> do we talk about a lot of medical stuff? You do. And I'm just sitting on the other end of the table being like, what on earth are you talking about? And then I'll strike up a conversation about, to Ethan, about 
um, something that we did at school or like a book that we read because me and Ethan both love to read. Uh-huh. So more often than not, it'll be like mom and dad are talking, Sam and Max are talking, and me and Ethan are talking. We talk as a family. But too. then like we'll like all come together and be like, how was your yeah. work? How was your day at school? Like what'd you learn today? Yeah. And we, we kind of rotate. We sometimes sit at the bar, we sometimes sit at the dining room, and we sometimes sit outside when it's yeah. nice. Um, so that's kind of how we do meal When times. it's like a quick dinner, we'll just like sit around the... Yeah, it's, not, um, it's like 15 minutes. It's not long. I, it's, it takes me way longer to make the darn dinner than it yeah. is for you guys we'll to like eat We'll like sit around it. the counter and just like... Because that's... Well, when mom's like finished making our part but not finished making her part, we'll like come and like eat around the, ta- the counter while mom's still making food mm-hmm. so she can like chat with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's more like a formal dinner, um, we'll like go sit around the dinner table. Yeah. What do you think are some of our family's mantras or things that we like? You hear Dad and I say to you guys a lot. Two bites, no fights. Two bites, no fights. We use that one a lot. Um, what about what I tell you about your emotions? Oh my gosh. Okay, I hear this one like at least twice a day, <sighs> every day. Um, no one else can make you mad. You're the only person who can control whether you feel mad or not. Right. Every time I get mad at Ethan, every time Ethan gets mad at Max, any time anyone gets mad because someone else did something, she's like, no one else can make you mad. When you say, he made me mad, that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's what she says so, several times. What do you think about that? I think I've grown to appreciate that that's very true more in these last like year and a half. I feel like before that, it was just kind of like, yeah, that's what my mom says. More like... um, I don't really think that's true. I feel like he just made me mad and I'm mad. But recently it's been like, that's true. Like I can decide how I feel about like if Ethan throws a basketball in my head, I can decide, okay, I'm just going to walk away or I can decide to throw the basketball back. Right. It doesn't make it like right or wrong. It doesn't make it easy, but you are always in control of your perception of the situation. And, Mm -hmm. and you, you do, you've gotten a lot better at it. of like recognizing. It's hard, but I try. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something we talk about. Anything, mm-hmm. Any other mantras that like you feel like we say a lot as a family or that we teach you guys? I know two that dad says. What does dad say? All the time. Pickles are evil <laughs> and pickles. <laughs> hates pickles. Yeah. Mom's the only person I'm in our family who actively pickles. eats pickles on a daily basis. Oh, I don't not, eat them on a daily not basis. Not on a daily basis, but actually has ever eaten a pickle and enjoyed it. Yeah. Um... And one, uh, whenever mom or whenever anyone's making cookies, dad will come into the kitchen, get some batter and be like, the worst thing you can do to a cookie is bake it. Yeah. Well, like I'll have like two spoonfuls of batter before we even make the cookies. We all like cookie dough way more than cookies. Yeah. No one cares about getting sick from the raw eggs. It's just delicious. (laughs) Salmonella. That's what it's like. Salmon. Like last time I came in, ate some cookie dough. I was like, salmonella who? Yeah. Those are my exact words. That's true. We do like to make cookies as a family. Kate's been a good little baker recently. Last time I did it, a few times ago, it turned out terribly, but... That's okay. We, we learn. We learn. We learn. Get better. Okay, well, is there anything else that you want to tell? So, right now, there's a whole bunch of, like, moms who are raising kids, and they're raising girls. Moms are always raising girls. <laughs> Not just or right sons. Um, yeah. Oh, so you're saying like, even if they're out of the house, they're still like raising them. Mm-hmm. That's true. I still have a mom. She's still very important to me. Um, she's still teaching you. She's still teaching me. That's absolutely true. So is there anything from a kid's perspective or from a daughter's perspective that you want to say? Um, I feel like as a daughter, I feel like 
because of like some of the things that you do and my interest in the things that you do, I feel like it's helped us grow close closer because we have that like common interest in like doing like because like you'll go to CrossFit and tell me like what you did at CrossFit and I'll be like oh that's kind of similar to something yeah. I did at gymnastics last week. We commiserate when we like tear our hands. Oh my gosh, I have two on my hands right now because <laughs> she does gymnastics, she does bar, and I go and do CrossFit and do like pull ups and stuff. I'll, I came home a few like a month ago and be like, Mom, I got a rip, and she'll be like, I totally know how that feels. She'll like start clapping. She'll be like, Congratulations! I've gotten a rip too, and it stinks. It does. Yeah. Yeah, so I have like, two on my hand right now, and they hurt. So, like, being able to have something in common. Mm-hmm. I feel like helpful. that helps us, like, has helped us, like, bond as you've gotten into CrossFit and, like, having a common interest with your mom. is like, really fun. Mm-hmm. It's, like, enjoyable. Like, when you said um, we were doing something with that chest-to-bar thing that you did. Chest-to-bars, yeah. And I was like, oh, when you described it, I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like a kip that you do in gymnastics to get onto the bar. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what's a kip? And isn't that the thing you do when you do a pull-up? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, searched up on, we found a video of comparing the chest-to-bars to kips. And we were like, wow, these are actually really similar. Mm-hmm. And we like talked well about that. And that was really fun. Yeah. I think one of the takeaways is that if you want your kids to be something or to do something. You want your kids to be healthy. You want them to make good food choices. You Lead want by them... example. Yes. You do that. That was exactly what I was going to say. Is... You have to do it first, then your kids will fall suit. That's right. You have to lead by example. And when you do that, then that ends up just naturally, that's what they see. Like, that's what you see examples, exampled to you mm-hmm. is the way that dad and I choose to live and the food we choose to eat and how important we exercise is to us. Mm-hmm. And that influences you. And, and maybe you won't ever do CrossFit and maybe you won't ever do weightlifting, but it'll be something that you'll remember, like still that we placed a priority on taking mm-hmm. care of our bodies and, and, and doing activities with our bodies that we love. Yeah. And I feel like because of that, I'll be more aware in the future. Like if I get to be in college and I'm cooking my own meals, doing my own stuff, like deciding what I want to do with my life, I feel like I'll remember that what my parents did when I was growing up, I'm still growing up, and I'll remember, oh, yeah, my mom used to do, taught me how to make cookies and, like, taught me how to, like, do all these meals, like, taught me how to make eggs, taught me how to do stuff. Do I make cookies? All the time. (sighs) People aren't going to believe you. They're delicious also. (laughs) Um, And, like, you've taught me, like, a lot of stuff, like, how to make pancakes that you did this morning. Like, Mm -hmm. it was fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, you've done a great job, Goose. Thank you. I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of the girl that you're becoming. Mm -hmm. And I hope for those of you listening that it was helpful to have my daughter come on. It was fun to have her come on for me. So hopefully it was interesting for you to be able to hear you convinced me to. I did have to convince her to a little bit. Walked into my room while I was reading. I was like, Kate, do you want to come record a podcast with me? I'm like... Then I rephrased it. I said, Kate, come record a podcast with me. I was like, not really. And she's like, too bad. (laughs) But you did a great job. Um, So I'm really, really proud of you. You're Mm -hmm. a good girl. Thanks, Mom. That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember, my friend, you can do anything. Hold up, sister friend. Do you love Biceps After Babies Radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? 
Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.